Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Go to Five Reasons YouTube and subscribe to get all of our streams. That's on the Heat, but also the other South Florida sports. Alex Dono hosts a show daily at noon. I host a show every Tuesday and Wednesday called Starting Nine, and that is at nine o'clock. FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out for no paywall South Florida sports content. Why would you pay when you're getting better analysis from us? Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. This is the time to do this. If you haven't done it yet, go to prizepicks.com. Use the code five. That's F-I-V-E. You will get your bonus matched. If you do that and you can do it not just on NFL, although, of course, that's what most people are signing up for right now, but also MLB, NASCAR, golf, anything you can play at prize picks. They've added a bunch of new features there that you can check out. The app is basically brand new, but it's just as easy to use, even easier to use. And again, you can go all in, play the power play, play the flex play. If you just want to hedge it a little bit, just deposit 20 bucks and give it a shot. Go to prizepicks.com. This is our partner for daily fantasy but make sure you're using that code FIVE. When NBA season starts, we're going to be doing prize pick shows all the time here on Five on the Floor. One warning before today's special episode, hide the kids' ears a little bit. You can also catch this one on YouTube. And now, Michael Rappaport. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. If you are watching this on YouTube, this is the first you're seeing of it. If it's on the podcast, this is the second time that you've heard my voice. I have no co-host today. No Greg Sylvander, no Alex Toledo. They'll be back with me next week. But I do have a special guest here. Today's floor plan. We're going to talk to Michael Rappaport, comedian, actor, basketball fan who's diversifying his NBA interests. We're going to talk about that a little bit. I want to see if he's still diversifying. If you're watching it on YouTube, you can see the shirt. He's got the Nick shirt. Uh, and there's some guy. Yeah, Patrick's in the middle. Jeff Van Gundy, Alan Houston, a name that Heat fans don't want to hear about. Uh, and and uh, Latrell Sprewell, of course. So I decided to wear our old school Heat shirt today, which you can get at FiveReasonSports.com, with the names Timmy and PJ and Zoe and Dan. I don't know why we didn't do Thunder on it, but anyway, that's what we decided to do. Uh, and uh, and the guys from that era. I want to start here, though. You're going to be down here in Miami. We're going to talk a little bit about your feelings about Miami. I feel like you posted something about the Miami airport, which is the worst airport in the country. I saw that come up on a search. Um, 
rate Miami as a city in terms of cities that you like to visit and cities that you would live in. Be, to be honest with you, I, I love Miami. I um, I would love to. I would love to own a, a, a like I would love to have like a, be able to spend more time down there. I um, my history and my for, I love Miami. I love the culture. I love the food. I love the beaches. I love the weather. You know, I haven't spent you know long chunks of period uh, uh, down there. Long long chunks of period of time down there. But I love it. You know, me and my wife, you know, we're coming down there a week early before my shows at the Miami Improv. We were just there in um, July and, you know, we'll be back before the end of the year. Like we we love Miami, you know, as a New York Jew, uh, uh, you know, all New York City Jews love Miami and have had uh, uh, have relatives down there or cousins or, you know, uh, uh, timeshares or something in Miami, especially if you're my age, Miami Beach. Um, Collins Avenue, when I went back to Collins Avenue a few years ago, I intrinsically knew I had been there as a child. And I asked my father, I was like, where did your grand, where did your parents live? And he, I, I, he was like, it's, I was like five blocks away. Like I, I knew I had been there. Um, so I, I love Miami. Like I really, truly, uh, love the city. I would love to get to know more you know, the details of it, because I'm still very much a tourist w w when I'm down there visiting, but I, I have nothing but love for Miami. I love, you know, the sports culture, you know, a as a kid also, you know, obviously, you know, when, you when you're, you know, seven, eight years old, your favorite helmet has, you know, uh, has nothing to do with really knowing the teams, you know, so I had gotten a Miami Dolphins helmet. I'm a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but but let let's cut the bullshit when it gets to <laughs> as a grown up. Um, you know, and basketball, uh, uh, Ronnie Cycli went to Syracuse and my guy, Dwayne, mm -hmm. the Pearl Washington, uh, uh, um, you know, that's when, uh, things became serious business. And then when you guys became a formidable team, uh, against my New York Knicks, there was no love. There was no, uh, uh love. There was no, there was nothing but, uh, hate, disdain. <laughs> and, and, and it was, it was, it was challenging because, Tim Hardaway was one of my favorite players because also his mm -hmm. crossover, which was also inspired by the great Dwayne, the Pearl Washington, he, he'll be the first to tell you that. But, you know, with the Pat Riley, Jeff Van Gundy, Alonzo Mourning, uh, uh, you know, Thunder Dan and, 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 and the whole PJ, you, you know, and I would love one of those T-shirts. I would love to rock it on stage uh, uh, when I perform at the Miami Improv. But, you know, the, that time... You know, those rivalries, the NBA was different. The, the, the rules were different. The um, There was still an innocence about it. You mm -hmm. know, you had to watch the games. You couldn't stream the games. You couldn't, you know, just look at highlights. You couldn't, you know, be a casual fan. You either watched basketball or you didn't watch basketball at that time. You know, I feel like so many people now in all sports, but specifically, you know, we're talking basketball, but but – you know, you don't have to watch the games. You can watch a highlight. You get mm -hmm. like, it's like the cliff notes. You mm -hmm. could be, you could be a, a, a rabid cliff note fan of a sport now without really investing in the games and, and, and in the drama and in the emotions and, you know, watching the commercials and can't waiting to come back, uh, uh, you know, when there's 14.3 seconds on the clock to find out, you know, what the fuck is going to happen. And, you know, one of the great things about at that time and, you know, and, 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 and sports is 
you know, you remember the, the, the wins and you also remember the losses, mm-hmm. you know, matter who you were rooting for, um, because you invested the time, you invested the day, you planned your day around it. And if you missed the first quarter, you, you ran home to watch, you know, uh, the, the rest of the game, you know, it was a different time to be a sports fan. So, uh, um, I hold, you know, I was in my twenties throughout those, those, mm-hmm. you know, in the nineties and it was great. You know, uh, we, everybody, you know, I think we could agree. We all hated and continue to hate Reggie Miller. I hated that <laughs> motherfucker. I was so triggered by that motherfucker watching the last dance. Mm-hmm. And I, and I've, I've met Reggie. I've played in these celebrity all-star games with him, but I came to terms watching that last dance. I don't like him. I'll never like him. I'll, 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 He'll never like me. He'll never like New York Knicks fans. I'm sure he feels the same way by Miami Heat fans. And I think it's fine. You know, I mean, he's an Indiana Pacer for life. I respect him. He was great. But fuck him and the Indiana Pacers. And and I really came to terms with it watching last night. So I was like, I'm never going to try to like Reggie Miller, even though he's finished playing. If I see him, I'm not even going to say hello to him anymore. Like, fuck him. Like, he 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 did so much damage to my soul as, as a Knicks fan, as did your fucking... Miami Heat dragging around trying to kill my guy Jeff Van Gunny when he's innocently trying to break up a fight. That fucking goon, <laughs> Alonzo Mourning, uh, he could have killed my guy Jeff Van Gundy. All right, so let me cycle back on a couple of things because we are going to talk a bunch of Heat Knicks. That's one of the things I want to do with you. Um, but a couple of things I want to just introduce here before we do. First, I'm also a New York Jew, and we're two years apart. I think you're two years older than me, so it's the same reference. I just moved down here a lot sooner. You'll be down here eventually because all of you are eventually. That's sort of how this works. But I I fled to Fort Lauderdale, not to Miami. So that's that's the other thing how about this. How far away is Fort Lauderdale? Like in a drive? I would say a few galaxies. Um, it's actually about 30 miles but it depends on what day of the the uh the week and what time of the week you hit the traffic i will just i will just say that um a little bit different up here but still the still the same still root for the heat but i did want to mention the shows uh that michael's going to be doing here and then we're going to cycle back into the heat uh nick's conversation and of course uh all you know saying basically fuck you to reggie miller 17th 18th and 19th at the miami improv five shows in three nights, michaelrappaportcomedy.com is where you can find it. Shows are actually, I believe, uh, in Doral. Um, but again, it's all the same thing down here, Michael. 17th, 18th, and 19th uh, at the Miami Improv. Five shows, uh, three nights. And also, of course, Michael um, is, is part of uh, the cast of Atypical uh, on Netflix. And this is, I, I know you've been in a bunch of movies. Uh, you've been in Friends. My favorite was Beautiful Girls. I cannot believe it's been 25 years. Um you know, and I'm a Jack and Coke. I'm a Jack and Coke drinker. So got you. Your your opening line on that uh, is appropriate. I'm not going to make you say it, but uh, let, let's get back into the Heat Knicks conversation because I covered those series. Um, that was actually the first uh, team that I covered full time uh, was the ninety starting with the ninety six ninety seven Heat, and so right after Riley came That's down cool. here. And so before we're old, I'm old. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, I was at the garden for Anthony shot Carter shot going off the backboard and PJ and Charlie Ward and all that. I want to go through some specific moments with you and how you, you, you've sort of, you know, perceived them. But first, if Pat, let me ask you this question. If Pat Riley doesn't leave the Knicks, if he doesn't leave the Knicks, if he doesn't, if the facts, Dave check all the stuff that went on at that time, and he turned it over to Jeff and Jeff got him to a finals. He got him to one finals, but then obviously Don Nelson kind of fell apart. If he doesn't leave the Knicks, do the Knicks win championships? You know, it's such a hard question to answer. You know, 
yeah, no, who the fuck knows? You know, it, 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 I, I really feel like the destiny of the Knicks is the destiny of the Knicks. You know, where we are today, you can't break it. You can't, you know, I no, I have to say no. Yes, who knows? Who, you know, those games are so, I could, who knows? You know, he was a great coach. Um, if Twitter had been around when he left the Knicks, I would have fucking went insane on him the way he left the Knicks. It was a betrayal. Um, him and his fucking slicked back hair and his fucking custom made suits and his beautiful tan and his face and everything. And, and he was so much of a New York kind of guy, you know, we, you know, you guys know how tough he is and how crazy he is as a coach. And, you know, we didn't really know all the behind the scenes stuff because you saw the persona and the, you know, the Showtime Lakers, but he was such a New York guy and he formatted a, a, the thing about those New York teams why we still love them so much is they truly represented the personalities mm -hmm. of New York, mm -hmm. you know, New York at its core, not the sex in the city in New York, not the, the, the stuff that you see, you know, the Soho, you know, shopping, the core of New Yorkers, the people that ride the buses, the trains, the, the, the delivery men, the, 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 the garbage men, the firemen, are hardworking, tough, gritty, um, everyday people. You know, uh, uh, there's a there's a percentage of people that are super rich and elite in Manhattan, just like there's a percentage of people that are super rich and elite in Florida and particularly in, in Miami. But that team and, and these guys on this shirt were a bunch of fucking lunatics. And, and that's why they resonated with the fans so much. So whether or not we would have won the championship, who, da, who knows? We're still, we're still talking about those, those teams because we never won a championship. Mm -hmm. You know, we, 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 we never won a championship, but that team resonates. Charles Oakley, Patrick, <clears throat> John Starks, because there was no glitz. There was no glam. Anthony Mason, it was just hardworking, tough, overachieving, uh, get every single ounce out of what we have, guys. But, but that's the thing, Michael. Uh, you guys that... won championships. Mm -hmm. You got won multiple championships with two eras of, you know, champions. And mm -hmm. we still sitting here with our dicks in our hands and fucking wearing T-shirts bragging about fucking Eastern Conference Finals. I'm wearing a T-shirt that's talking about the Eastern Conference <laughs> Final Champions. That's pathetic. Yeah, the Heat don't hang matters for that anymore. Uh, that no, they, no. Well, actually, actually, Michael, it's worse than that. You, you guys, and we're going to talk about the current team, but I want to go back to the, that team too, because I do think there are similarities to what Riley built in Miami and New York. Because when you mentioned the glitz, the glamour, Pat built a hardworking, it's a culture down here, the same way you did in New York. And Miami is not what people think it is. It's not South Beach. Right. It's three blocks right. from the arena where people are trying to work three jobs to make ends meet. And that always bothered right. me when LeBron went back to Cleveland. He's going back to hardworking people. There are hardworking people in Miami and every other city. But the, but the, point, is, but the point is about it, um, when you when you look at like last year, and I know you said you were frustrated with the Heat, I, excuse me, the Knicks, I saw an interview that you did. It seems like Tibbs at least has gotten back some of that type of culture, but it is kind of embarrassing, Michael. I will say that when the team won one, one home playoff game against Atlanta, that they threw a parade outside the Sabaro right outside MSG. No? A hundred percent. These are, these are children though. These are kids. These are not, you know, those people that threw the, 
listen, they're all New Yorkers, and, and, and I love them all, but the ones that are out there se- celebrating outside tomorrow, they didn't go through this. Mm-hmm. Their parents went through this. So they could be out there celebrating and doing their shit for Instagram. They didn't go through the fucking heartbreak. They didn't go through the last 20 years of shit, you know? So, so, so they're not, they're real fans, but they haven't experienced the, the fucking, the dis, just the disappointment that we've experienced. So I wasn't celebrating. I would never celebrate one playoff win. I wouldn't celebrate a, 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 a series win. It's championship or nothing. So yeah, I, I, I wasn't, you know, they, they brought out the best of Trey Young. They started talking shit to Trey Young before he earned it. This is this millennial shit. You got to earn. Reggie Miller, for, for as much as I hate him, he earned that hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't just start with Trey Young before the game starts. Let him earn it. Let him fucking, let him fucking earn like a nickname. Let him earn chance. You know, they were sending chance, you know, what they're going to call him before the game. I'm like, the fuck, man? Like, let it happen organically. Let it happen, you know, by by him breaking our heart. Don't just start, you know, with that stuff. So it, it's just a different time for fans. And, you know, young kids are going to, you know, process it the way they, they they process it. But, yeah, I was not excited about one win, and I wasn't proud of a, a parade and a, a, a celebration after one playoff win. It's sad. It's pathetic. And it just shows how low our standards have gotten uh, as New York Knicks fans. We're beaten down. We're beaten animals. We're, we are animals uh, that are beaten. Um, that being said, I think, you know, we're, we're on our way to mm. developing some, who the fuck, <laughs> on our way, <laughs> building a culture, blah, 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 blah. It takes a long time to build mm. a culture. Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the podcast side. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about the show that Michael's going to be doing, the shows Michael's going to be doing down here, and also do some rapid fire uh, with some of his NBA thoughts. We come right back. We'll get back to our episode in a second. Before we do, though, we know we've got a lot of business owners that listen to Five on the Floor. So we've got two great sponsors I want to introduce you to right here. Okay. One of them, if you need IT, you've got to go to cpt-florida.com. That's cpt-florida.com. Reach out to TJ. Let him help you. He's got this great promotion, 25% off CloudFoad service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. You want to deal with an owner, not a sales rep. That's why I keep mentioning TJ here. Again, go to cpt-florida.com. If you want to write down the phone number, here it is. If you're still old school, 954 966 2766. That's 954 966 2766. But go to cpt florida.com. CPT has been helping small and medium businesses in our area get the technology they need when they need IT. So here's how you do it again cpt florida.com. And if you're a small or medium business, you're probably going back to trade shows now, right? But you may not have your entire staff. You need somebody to help you. So we've got another business based down here. This one right here on Las Olas, everythingtradeshows.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, 
Wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's everythingtradeshows.com. Reach out to Chris and his team. The number 954-791-8882. And they've got a great promotion. And again, they can handle all 50 states, not just here in Fort Lauderdale, but you can schedule a free consultation. But if you mention five reasons, you'll also get a free booth rendering. They'll show you exactly how it's going to look and they handle everything for you. All the logistics, the booth, the graphics, the furniture, the flooring, even some tips to get you noticed. So these are the two places we're recommending. CPT-Florida.com, EverythingTradeShows.com. And now, back to the episode. All right, right back here on Five on the Floor. If on the YouTube side, you didn't have to wait very long. Um, again, the shows are down here at the Miami Improv. Five shows, three nights. You can go to michaelrappaportcomedy.com, 17th, 18th, and 19th. That's coming up next weekend here in September. So come check it out, and I might drop a couple of these shirts off uh, just or throw them on stage at him or something. Or maybe Pat wants Please. to stop by. It's not that if Pat's in town, he's probably in the south of France right now. But if he's in town, maybe he can stop by Doral uh, and throw them to you. Love that. <laughs> can I tell I, you a Patrick? Can I t- can I tell yes. you a Pat a, a, a Pat Riley story? And I think it was ninety. You'd have to help me with the date, but when Anthony Mason was with the Miami Heat player, two thousand, two thousand. Was it two thousand? Yeah, he, uh, Mace was with the Heat for uh, for two thousand, two thousand one, and made the All Star team. Actually, that was the year that Zoe got sick. Mace started the whole year and Zoe came back at the end of the year and Mace got upset about it basically is what happened. Uh, and then of course, may he rest in peace, but he had a great, he had a great year that year for, for Miami, but it was 2000, 2001. Okay. Okay. So I was down there, they were playing the Utah mm-hmm. and Carl Malone was playing and he was still playing the jazz, right? Yes. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, because I was talking shit to uh, Carl Malone, and I because I, I, I hated fucking Carl Malone, not as much as I hated Reggie Miller, and I loved Mace. Um, you know, it was weird to say I had gotten you know like courtside seats, mm-hmm. some sort of NBA hookup, and it was dope. And I was right there, and I was like, you know, Carl Malone was like fucking throwing elbows and all that shit, and you know, and I was like, do that shit to Mace. You're not gonna do that shit to Mace. You fucking bully. You know, I was going fucking nuts. And Pat Riley like looked over me one one point. Anyway, he got in touch with my manager. He invited me to dinner uh, <laughs> uh, uh, two nights later. I had wound up leaving, but I was like, I felt like I earned that uh, because I was like, fuck you. You know, I wasn't saying fuck you, but I was like, do that shit to Mace, you fucking bully. You fucking <laughs> throw an elbow at Mace, see what happens. Uh, uh, because I, I couldn't stand Carmelo because I always thought he was a dirty player. 
Well, that's, you know, it's great. Well, first thing I've covered Pat for 25 years. He's never invited me to dinner. So congratulations on that, Michael. I know. Uh, uh, Even though so, I never went, I thought it was dope. That is pretty dope. I will say that. Uh, but but additionally, Mace represents, though, again, that kind of culture that Riley brought to New York and brought here. These guys under the rate, we made you know, Bruce Bowen a player, uh, you know, a lot of these guys over the years uh, who become, I mean, now even with the heat with Duncan Robinson and some others who just unheralded type guys. But I want to go through some of these real rapid fire here. Some of those quick moments from those series, because everybody remembers, I think actually there's a book that just came out. Uh, uh, my friend, Chris Herrings wrote a book that's going to be out soon about those Knicks teams. Uh, which I definitely want to check out, but um, a few things, the Allen Houston shot, your memory of it. I was watching it in this apartment with my father. I believe it was a Sunday or a Saturday. I think it was a Sunday. And, uh, you know, we fucking got you. We fucking got you. We got you. Should Mashford have have taken the shot? You got to remember that one. The one he passed off to Weatherspoon at the end? Yeah, yeah. He should have taken the shot. He should have taken the shot. Yes, he should have taken the shot. And I love Jamal Mashburn, too, New York, a New yep, York no, guy. And, but, and a guy and who, by the way, has done much better after basketball than he ever did in basketball. He, he like, owns wow. pretty, pretty much every chain restaurant in America Jamal Mashburn owns these days. It's amazing. He, he used to Good carry him. He used to carry a briefcase to the locker room like he was think. I mean, he, he liked basketball and he was a great basketball player, but he was thinking post-career all the time. Good for and him. I Nash didn't know that. Good for Nash him. has done really, yeah, look, he's done really, really uh, well That's for himself. I, you, you, Charlie Ward and PJ Brown, to me, still the most unlikely fight in NBA history based on who the two guys were. Fucking goon, PJ Brown. Oh, no, I will not goon. let you do that. Nicest guy ever. Fucking <laughs> goon. You nicest guy. He was a fucking goon. He fucking body slammed my guy. This ain't WWE. What the fuck are you doing, man? He went after he his legs, Michael. He went after he his legs. He could have fucking maimed this guy. The Heisman Award, uh, you, you know, a winner. Could have killed him. Could have fucking killed him, that goon. Nicest guy ever. Says who? I never saw him to be nice with that fucking scowl. And he always had a good haircut and a nice shape up. He was a goddamn goon. All right. I'll, I don't know if I can let that one stand. Cause I love, I Go love, ahead. I love, I love, I love PJ. One, one of the best all time. Give it you, to me. Give it to me. Give you, me, give me your thing. Give me your thing. Give me your insider thing on PJ. No, just like, honestly, I've done this for 25 years. One of the five nicest guys I've ever covered. That's why that's that off the court. Off the, but that, court, on the court, well, because, because he had, he had that heat culture and Michael, like he learned it from Zoe. All right. Let me ask you this. Riley had this philosophy that you should not fraternize with the enemy ever. And it used to I bother agree. him that Zoe and Patrick were so close and they would go to dinner during playoff series and all the rest of it. It sounds to me like you are old school in that way. Like you do not 100%. pick guys up the court. You believe in the Riley philosophy. A hundred percent, 150%. No, no, no dinners. We could go to dinners in the summer. Um, I know they had their Georgetown connection and obviously, you know, everybody loves that. No dinners during the playoffs, no handshaking, no picking them up. I don't care if it's your, your brother. I don't care if it's your cousin, your ex, you know, your ex-teammates. I don't care if you grew up together, your next-door neighbor. You don't pick them up. Uh, and, and if they're trying to get up in front of you, you push them back down. Uh, I, I respect it, and I agree with Pat Riley on that 100%. I wish there was more of that in the NBA now. But these guys, they all grew up together. They're fucking doing handshakes. They're They're – secret handshakes when their opponents laughing, giggling, they do business deals together. They do their own podcasts with each other. Do that shit at the end of your career. 
Don't do that shit now. At least give us the illusion that you like each other. Like Draymond Green, he blew it for the Warriors by calling LeBron James a bitch and blew it for the Warriors by, you know, the phantom kick in the dick. And now he's like, they're like fucking best friends with it. Like, it's like ridiculous. They're both We're clutch like, now. They're, they're, they got the same agency, Michael. They got to. They have no choice. Ridiculous. <laughs> the, the agents run the league. All right. One last rapid fire. I've only got three questions for him right after this break on the podcast side. We'll get back to Michael Rappaport again. Before we do, I want to tell you about two more sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. These both have codes, so make sure you write down the codes. The first one, if you need CBD, we direct everybody to Therapist Preferred. Go to therapistpreferred.com. Use the code Five Reasons. That's the number five, and then reasons. You'll get 25% off your order. That's right, 25% off your order and free shipping. They get it out to you quickly. They've got everything there, whether you want the gummies, the tincture, the sports cream, this can help you with recovery. I use them for sleep. I prefer the strawberry lemonade. We've just circulated this to some in our group, and now everybody's just ordering them. So go to therapistpreferred.com, use the code five reasons. Now, if you've got some needs below the belt, need to take care of some things there, go to manscaped.com. The code there is five RSN. That's five RSN. Not only get the shavers there, but you can also get the cologne. So make sure you check it out. Manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. I am legally obligated to say this. Your balls and your body will thank you. And now back to Michael Rappaport. All right. Back with Michael Rappaport here again. One more time. Mike Miami improv five shows in three nights, 17th, 18th and 19th. Go to Michael Rappaport comedy.com. Of course, that's R A P A P O R T or follow him at I am Rappaport uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, first question here. The greatest player in NBA history is Michael Jordan. Never be another. There's nothing anybody currently LeBron or anyone else could do to change your opinion. I mean, LeBron is ridiculous. He's incredible. He's incredible, but he's not Michael Jordan. And I don't want to deep dive with you on the Miami Heels. I fucking hated that team too. And he left you guys, he left you guys at the altar after you guys got dismantled by uh, uh, Tony Parker and those guys. He boom left. I mean, I'm sure you don't. I, well, what is Miami's sort of take on LeBron? Do you love him? Do you appreciate um, the time? Well, I, Do you I, feel I, used by him? Do you feel like he used you guys? I have a different personal view for covering him for, for four years and then one year in Cleveland, but I can say that the city uh, I think was felt spurned uh, for a long time in part because they took their lead from Pat. Uh, you know, <laughs> Pat, Pat was, was angry about it. Um, I, you know, I did an interview in his office where he kind of revealed a bunch of things. I wasn't expecting him to re reveal that went viral about his sort of anger about the situation. And um, you know, I don't think that anger cooled for a long time. And so I think that, I think people were frustrated um, about this, Michael, that when LeBron came down here, Miami was Miami against the world, that, that the fans down here backed him in every conceivable way when I thought he was unfairly criticized. And a lot of people did for the way that for the way that things went down and everything else and some of the pressures and the decision and all that. And they backed him against all of the gates and all of the other stuff, the bump gate, the, everything else that happened. And so their thing was he was theirs but he never really was, you know, whereas Dwayne, no. even though Dwayne left, Dwayne was theirs. Dwayne came back. Udonis will Dwayne always be there because he had to leave. He should have gotten his money. He had I agree. to leave. He's Dwayne we, and then he came back and he had that great game. Right. Dwayne Wade is Miami. Uh, 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 you know, he's the, he's Miami heat. Uh, I'm glad that makes sense. Cause I 
fucking well. I mean, it's a whole other podcast, but what he did changed the landscape of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hated that team as much as I've ever hated any team, like the fucking New England Patriots uh, uh, as being a Giants fan. Why do you hate them more as- than you hated this? Like the Celtics. Okay, the Celtics did it before them, though. They did it in 08, and they put that. They, they weren't like in they- their full primes. They weren't in their full primes. They were, mm-hmm. you know, it was like their, their, their late third quarter, fourth quarters of their career. So I didn't, it just wasn't the same. And, and, and it, it just wasn't the same with, it just did. It, it wasn't the same. They weren't in their true blue primes. Uh, and, and I just didn't like it. I did not like it. And the ramifications are still being felt around the NBA from it. Um, so that, that's how I feel. I feel like that, that Boston Celtic team, it, 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 they sort of earned the right to do that because they had given it their all Garnett. You had to leave Minnesota. Right. Well, he, he had, had to be to convinced leave. to. Right. He had to be convinced to. And then, of course, you know, Kevin McHale gifted it to his old friend, <laughs> Danny Ainge, and, you know, for Al Jefferson. And we know how that went. Um, right. I, I will say this. Uh, one thing that people don't know about the big three team, unless you were down here, one of the most intelligent teams in NBA history that never got talked about. But I know you don't care. But but I'm just no, saying. They were great. They were I, great. I'm they just were saying. Incredible defensively. They were they were and they were sick. They were they, they were tough were minded. They were, too. They, they were tough minded. They went through a lot of shit and to get past. They were I mean, sick. Yeah, they, they, they were they, sick. But, but but for him to leave after a loss, I thought was like, the fuck, man. I, he had made his mind up. I will say that he had, he had made his mind up. And I think the frustration was that the heat didn't feel like they knew, but he did. And, and I think that's kind of what happened and some stuff on the way of the dragon. I, I have personal feelings about LeBron that are very positive from covering him the way that situation was handled. Not the best second of the three questions here. Cause it seems like this is the kind of player you would like, you would want Jimmy Butler on your team. Wouldn't you? Oh yeah. I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. He, he he's dope. He's great. He's, uh, you know, everything he's a, he's a Pat Riley guy, although, you know, he, you know, I mean, I could see why Pat Riley's in love with him, and, 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 you know, I mean, what they did in that finals, you know, I, I was rooting for them mm. to beat LeBron. I was rooting, rooting, <laughs> rooting, you know, obviously they, they had shocked the world making it to those, to those finals and, you know, they were game and, uh, you know, I don't know what exactly, you know, why you guys weren't able to, you know, come back. Well, half the team was start. hurt, Michael. The heart of that. I mean, Bam was Bam missed time and Dragic missed time. Although, or they might have had a puncher's chance. I, I still believe they yeah. would have had a puncher's chance. No, I mean that last season. I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought that. Um, sorry, where did you go? No, we're right here. Oh, sorry. I got you. Uh, uh, um, last season, but you know, um, yeah, Jimmy Butler. How could you not like Jimmy Butler? I mean, he's 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 a throwback player. Uh, uh, you know, with with uh, you know, new new generation talent and. Uh, He's, he's a dope player. What, what's uh, the vibe on Tyler Hero right now? I think it's better. Um, I think that Tyler suffered from uh, things going too well too quickly. And, you know, a little of the stuff that comes with that. And, and I think that so the fans went from sort of ecstatic about him to frustrated with him last season, even though, to be honest, he didn't have a bad year. He just he just didn't improve in some of the ways that they wanted him to improve. Um, but if you saw him this week, they wanted him to get in the gym. That was the number one thing. And he clearly did that. So we'll see. I mean, I, he's 21, man. <laughs> like, people are he's on him 21? down here for going to a concert. I don't understand it. You know, 
God damn, he's only 21. Yeah, that's that's crazy. He's he's 21. I mean, I, and you know, I mean, they they they're poised for a good future, I think. You know, and they got to try to win in Jimmy's window. All right, I, I got to get you to do this uh, one once. I, I I know you don't do lines on cue, but can you give me before we we hype the improv again and you tell people what you're going to be doing down there? Uh, can you get can you give me some of the monologue from Beautiful Girls? Some of it. A beautiful girl will make you dizzy, like you've been drinking Jack and Coke all morning. What's the fucking line? <laughs> you know, the gait of her walk, the smile of her something, it's, it gives you hope and some other shit. So, uh, and I remember the last what, slide. You got to remember the last slide. Me. Give it to hope, me. It's hope in stiletto heels. Hope in stiletto heels. There you go. Boom. There you go. I, All right. I think that's kind of a good good version. A beautiful girl will make you dizzy like you've been drinking Jack and Coke all morning and some other shit. And that's kind of the the the, the twenty five year later version uh, of it. All right, sounds good. All right, tell people what you're going to be doing at the Improv. I'm performing five nights, uh, three shows, five nights. Uh, disruptive comedy. You know, I've been uh, you know performing, uh, doing stand up comedy. The, the name of the tour is the Viral Low Tour. I talk about everything. I talk about my life. I talk, you know, politics. I talk, you know, social comedy. I talk sports. And the shows have been great. I'm very proud of, uh, you know, the stand-up comedy stuff. And, and I'm looking forward to performing again at the Miami Improv. And, you know, there's tickets available at michaelrapportcomedy.com or you can go to Miami Improv. And uh, like I said, I'll be down there early uh, getting a, a nice crisp tan. You can find me on the, the beaches uh, wearing my banana hammock. I never show up without a banana hammock to Miami. And I can't wait to perform there and eat some great, some great food. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <clears throat> if I had one meal, don't go to Prime One Twelve. No, you. Everybody goes me, to everybody goes to Prime One Twelve. Prime One Twelve. Fuck Prime okay. One Twelve. If you said while you're in Miami, just don't say yeah. what kind of food. I eat everything. If you say eat, one no, night I mean, in Miami, get Cuban. What's food. your favorite? Get, what, get but what I, from where? Uh. I like some of the new wave play. I mean, the, the obvious answer is Versailles, but I, I mean, so you should probably do Versailles, but I mean, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of places down here that are like Cuban Japanese or Peruvian, know you know, it's, it's that melding shit. Yeah. The fusion. So it, it's not just one thing anymore. Um, I, I think, but all I'm going to say is again, I like prime One Twelve. It is. Everybody goes to prime One Twelve. It's like at this point, I, I've been there. I've been yeah, there. I mean, it, it's good. It's good, but it's not. Well, what about a local spot? Hey, listen, if there any of your fans have local spots, I'm if you want to come to Lauderdale, go. If you want, it, it, well, you're not going to come all the way to Lauderdale. If if you if you came to Lauderdale, you got to go to you got to go to Cafe Moderato. That's that's where you go. The original one on Oakland Park. That's the spot. They will take care of you at Moderato. That's a, not not the, that? not the one at the Hard Rock. Not the one in Vegas. The one in the one in Oakland Park. Is it Cuban? No, that's Italian. That's it. All right. But it's good though. It's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that you get the meatballs. You'll be, you'll, you'll be fine. I mean, there's a bunch of spots in my, there's a bunch of spots in Miami too, but I'm, I'm, I've become, I've become a, uh, a Lauderdale guy, but yeah, you, you know, you get off the drag a little bit. You don't, you don't need to be on on ocean or Washington or even Las Olas in Lauderdale that you, you'll find other spots. Just ask the people, they'll find them for you. Okay, cool, cool. Well, right. if anybody has any suggestions, you could uh, hit me on. You know what? You know what? I'll, I'll post it on Twitter with the podcast. I will ask for places that uh, out out of the way places that Mr. Rappaport should hit when he's local down. spots, local spots. spots, local spots, local spots, anywhere in in Miami. I'll, I'll I'll hit him up and 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 you know you, yeah do that. 
All right, we'll do that. Michael, thank you. We appreciate you doing this. this Check out dope. the shows. Miami Improv, five shows, three nights. Try to get Riley to go to dinner with you when you're down here and oh, say hi would, for me. I would die. I would fucking die to have dinner with Pat, <laughs> Pat Riley. I would lose my mind. I think he's still mad that I said they couldn't win the 2006 title. Anyway, have a good one, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.